We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome in, everybody, to the CFB Nation All-America Podcast. My name is Bill Trochi, Senior Editor at SportingNews.com, alongside Bill Bender, our lead college football writer at SportingNews.com. Bill, we remain 36 weeks away from week zero, unfortunately, but uh, it is not too early, correct, for the preseason top 25. We are going to go over our preseason top 25, the way too early one that is subject to change to the actual preseason in August. Uh, I do have a trivia question for you, Bill, too. Cool. So you're not uh, off the hook in that department. And then uh, we'll look ahead to a few storylines just as, uh, you know, we're getting out of the championship game. And then uh, we will uh, regroup and meet again next week. Hopefully your jet lag is done from Los Angeles. How are you today? I'm better. I got to sleep. Um, you know, I went to bed pretty early. Um, but like you said, so we'll go through our way too, way too early top 25s, get on people, some people's nerves. They don't with me because, you know, I end up actually when we do these, I talk to Dennis Dodd about his and Brett McMurphy about his, and you'll see nine or 10 of them on the web. And I just like them because it gauges, I know how I feel about certain teams. And then I actually look at everybody else's because I want to see how they feel. And then you kind of get a idea of like, for example, and we can get into it, Florida state's a lot higher on some other people's teams. And now I'm thinking, man, maybe I was a little conservative on the Knowles. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, that's a team that uh, a lot of people like. Uh, they broke through. I like them. I like them ahead of Clemson to win the ACC, uh, but we can get into that. Quick note before we start, uh, and this was from Matt Brown of The Athletic. He analyzes the AP poll very closely. Uh, the the number of unranked teams in the preseason who finished in the top 10. 2022, there were five. and 2021, there were four. 2020, there was only one. 2019, there was only one. Point being, Portal, NIL, having an effect, and teams can turn it around a lot quicker than we realize. Is that fair to say? Oh, for sure. And, um, you know, that's good evidence right there. Yeah. um, And and it is. And the joke goes, you know, you really start this list at three or four, three. And it's because one and two is easy. And then once you get from five to we were just talking to Brian Driscoll at our breakdown that once you get from five to like 25 is subjective, I think, and, and especially in this year's list. And it, it depends on how you feel on some of those teams. And we will adjust it during the season because there will be some portal changes, um, transfer quarterbacks where they fit in. And, you know, but I, I felt good about mine. I did. I Normally I stress out about it because I know people are going to shred it anyway. But <laughs> when I got done with it, I was like, you know what? That's not too bad. Pat yourself on the back, Bill Bender. Pat yourself on the back. Yeah. Um so before we get going, Trochi Trivia, well, I want to formally congratulate you for winning the championship game pick. Okay, <laughs> I got the regular season crowd crown. I got the bowl season crown. You got the championship game crown. You had Georgia covering the spread. You didn't have them covering by 40-whatever points, but you had them covering uh, the ten, the 14 points, or the I guess 12 and a half uh, is what they needed to cover. They had that very early and were never threatened. So congratulations there. Time to get into our Trochi trivia. TCU lost 65-7. to It was the most points TCU has given up since 2004 when they lost 70-35 to to Texas Tech. Who was that Texas Tech quarterback? In 2000, what year? Four. Okay. One of, one of Leach's early teams. And uh, we will revisit at the end of the show. Start mulling all of those Texas Tech quarterbacks that used to light up the scoreboards. So now let's get into your uh, way too early, which we actually published even before the championship game kicked <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, for sure. That's how forward-looking we are. Um, take me through your top five. Yeah, I mean, again, the top five is pretty easy. We Georgia, Alabama, too. Michigan three, Ohio State four, though, and that's subjective. I, you know, and then five is Tennessee. So real quick, you know, it's Alabama and Georgia, both soft schedules, both got to figure out quarterback, right? Um, so we'll see how that goes with one of them. But talent wise, schedule wise, can they get? I was talking to Chuck Dunlop with the SEC, and I, I asked him, 
you know, you they haven't had that 12-0, 12-0 game since Florida, Alabama. Maybe this is the year they do it. Um, Ohio State, Michigan. Some might say, you know, there were some people that thought they should Ohio State should be ranked ahead of Michigan in the final AP pool based on the Georgia results. Mm. And my comeback to that was, but they lost by 22 at home to that Michigan team. So, mm-hmm. and you can't, hypothetical results are what they are. Um, so I still have Michigan three. I think Blake Corum coming back is huge. Still monitoring where that, whether or not Harbaugh goes to the NFL, but I don't know that he will. And Ohio State, a quarterback battle if CJ Stroud doesn't come back. Um, they're loaded again. And um, Tennessee's kind of the first, okay, we get into... What does it look like with Joe Milton? Does that hypo system keep going? They look pretty darn good in the Orange Bowl. It looked like they haven't missed a beat. So I really like their odds. Uh, very good chance Georgia-Tennessee could be one versus two again if you look at the schedule. That's true. Very true. Because I don't think Georgia is going to be challenged much uh, before that Tennessee game, even though it's so late in the year. Going to throw a big t- – I know you're Mr. Michigan-Ohio State. Can Penn State – Finish first. I think they can. I really they have, do. They could. I mean, but... if Drew Alar is awesome. Let's say he's great. Let's say he's the best of the three quarterbacks. It's possible. And they've got, you know, a lot of talent back. They got Singleton, who wasn't used a ton as a freshman. He's going to get a lot more carries next year, I think. I don't know. Maybe Penn State finally breaks through. Any yeah, credence they... to that? <laughs> Uh, I, you know, they have to prove it, obviously. I mean, you look at their schedule, it's set up for a fast start as well, but it really comes down to October 21st when they go to Ohio State. They have not won at Ohio State since 2011. That but was they've, a, they've played them though, they've played them, unlike some other teams. They have, they've played they, them, they've played them, but in those crucial moments in some of those games where they should have beat them some of these years when they had Saquon Barkley, they should have beat them so. It's it's doable. I don't. We have to see Drew Alar first, mm-hmm. like at not in a mop up duty. We have to see him play in a big game. Um, I mean, I just go back to the Michigan game where they just couldn't stop the run, and Michigan has those guys back. So, you know, what's different? Maybe in Happy Valley, they certainly deserve to be in that conversation. But I think they're, you know, it's on them to go out and do it. And it's kind of like what Michigan did two years ago. They they finally went out and just did it. So right. can they do it? Sure. It'd be a bold be... pick. Definitely a bold pick to pick them to win the Big Ten. But And you've got them in the top ten. You, I mean, you're recognizing like they're really yeah, good. Yeah. I could probably have them as high as seven, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't feel bad about it. But they're, you know, those three are the three that we're going to talk about. And it's kind of about, it's going to come down to those games Starting on October twenty first, they'll be it'll be fun up here because it's always fun when all three are good. All right, so you you got LSU at six. I like that for sure. I probably would have them over Tennessee to be honest, but um, you know they got a huge boost with Jaden Daniels back, Harold Perkins. I think Pat Forty might have had LSU two or three. Uh, might have been th- three. I don't know. Very high, uh, whatever it was a little bit higher than we do. But, I mean, once you're in the top 10, you're in the top 10. But I I, I think the future is bright uh, in Baton Rouge for year two for Brian Kelly, don't you? Yeah. Um, the Florida State game is going to be huge. Yes, it is. Uh, because everybody seems to have both of those teams very high. And that's when I, I'm going to go through and do my yearly composite way too early top 25. I look looking at everybody else, like I said. And the math when it comes out is always pretty 
close, you know, and, and some guys like LSU a lot. I think Brian Kelly in year two, you know, that they're ahead of schedule is how I would say it. And now he'll have to deal with uh, more expectations and, and those kind of things. But yeah, that bowl game was kind of a reminder that they've got a ton of talent in Baton Rouge. Yes. Yeah, so they have that neutral site with Florida state and they have to go on the road to Alabama. So mm-hmm. that means two really yeah, challenging games. It's tough to finish in the top three or four if you, if you have two losses. So um, they'll have their hands full there. Pac-12 debate. Ready? USC, Washington. What do you think? I think Oregon could get in the, and Utah could be in that argument too. Now, Ooh. I made this list before. Cam Rising? This, yes. So I made that decision because I was kind of assuming he's going to go. And now I'm wondering, I mean, I'm going to leave it for now, but when we adjust it, yeah, I'll probably bump Utah up in there too. They've won it twice in a row. So you got Utah, Washington, Oregon, USC. That's phenomenal for the How conference. crazy. Well, think about the quarterbacks in that conference. Yeah. All four of those teams, plus uh, DJ Uangalale is coming in. Dante Moore, five star freshman from UCLA, who's going to get a crack right. at the job. Uh, like I said, uh, for, uh, for Chip Kelly. Jason Delora is back at Arizona. He's fun to watch. He's up and down. One more year of experience. Maybe he's a little less of a gunslinger. Uh, the whole conference is loaded at quarterback, top to bottom. We have Cam, you know, Cam Ward, and we have Oregon State 16 because I like the talent around him. So, yeah, DJ, quarterback. Right. Yeah, like uh, they're going to be good. They played really well in the bowl game. So, I mean, it won't be a surprise to me if, once again, the Pac-12 has this really entertaining conference where you're staying up late watching great games all year. And um, some people might say, well, why do you have USC I still think with Caleb Williams, they can beat anybody. They just got to figure out the defense. I think Washington, obviously, with Penix, um, they've got to go to Michigan State early in the season. Can they replicate what they did? They're the team I'm watching probably the closest because they had both edge rushers come back. It just tells me whenever you have guys come back, it means you're all in. Now, that, that means it could backfire, but um, certainly like what Washington come, has coming back, they're going to be one of those. And that's a tough place to play when they're right. Interesting that USC kept Alex Grinch as defensive coordinator. Clearly, they were not good all year. It's been an issue. Grinch didn't solve anything in Oklahoma. There was speculation there would be a change. Lincoln Riley said, come on back, Alex. Yeah, I mean, and they've got to be better, though. That's that's what is holding them back from being in, quite honestly, Monday night's game. I mean, if they would have gotten the playoff and you would have, let's say USC would have taken TCU's or Ohio State's spot, you wonder how they would, it would probably like USC could have absolutely beat Michigan with that offense. And, but what about the defense? And that's, that's what's going to be the, it's was the thing with him in Oklahoma. It's the thing with him now. So very pivotal year for Alex Grinch because they have talent on that side of the wall, but they lived a little too much off turnovers and they really couldn't stop the run. All right, let's look at the Big 12. You've got TCU as the highest-ranked team, and I'm scrolling down. Second team is Kansas State. Mm -hmm. Third team, Texas Tech. Absent from the top three, Texas and Oklahoma. Interesting. Uh, Take me through your thought process in the Big 12. Well, Will Howard returns for Kansas State. I mean, they probably could be ranked higher 
honestly. Um, I think Alabama was just a little bit of a reality check for them. Mm -hmm. TCU was tough to rank because they lose a lot. They've gotten a lot of, particularly some Alabama transfers. Sonny Dykes was talking about that down at at the championship game over, I guess, for me. Um, The... They, they were having guys visit while he was in L.A. and they had guys on campus, you know, like that makes it hard to do that job. But I think they'll have enough talent back to be in the mix and they should be the favorite in the Big 12. They want it. So Kansas State, Texas Tech, very interesting teams. Texas Tech was really good in their bowl game. I don't know how much of that you watched. Um, they kind of destroyed Ole Miss and uh, they got Tyler Shaw back for what seems to be year number nine for him. Um, but but I mean to have that experience, uh, top receiver back, that they're going to be all right. Yeah, and TCU still has Chandler Morris, who beat Max Duggan out in the preseason. Uh, he didn't transfer, and uh, he got hurt in game one. Of course, Duggan took over the job, all the way to the Heisman finalist, all the way to the national championship game. But Chandler Morris clearly has got skills that the coaching staff liked in the preseason. Um, so we'll see. When they take when he takes over a quarterback, they shouldn't be in 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 you know dire straits by any stretch. Uh, um, Sonny Dykes has lured three Alabama players who were highly recruited, uh, who weren't getting much playing time, uh, it to Fort Worth. So that will be um, you know I, I don't think they're going to fall off a cliff. You've got them at eight. You got them winning the Big Twelve. Um, we'll see what kind of hangover they have uh, from, you know, just such a magical season and, and going through all that. But uh, they're going to be an, a fun and interesting team to watch. And game one will be very watched, right? <laughs> right. I mean, that's well, that'll be the prime. I think they'll have Coach Prime in prime time. Uh, Dennis <laughs> Dodd and I were talking about that. I was like, that's, I was telling him, I was like, that's the best game in week one. Although, and- did you see. Colorado has scheduled a week zero game against Arizona State. I'd, so it, it actually, the TCU game will be co- uh, Colorado's second game, actually. this this. Oh, man, this that game. means that they may move that time around. So, But, I mean, for TCU, obviously huge. And, um, you know, defending that Big 12 title. And, you know, it's not like we didn't have Oklahoma ranked, which is fine. And Texas is 20, which we're going to talk about in a second. So, they're still going to have to combat the big brands in the conference, at least until Texas and Oklahoma leave. Let's talk the um, ACC debate, Florida State, Clemson. Florida State, you have at 12. Clemson, you've had at 14. I don't think that's too far off the mark. Um, I've seen Florida State ranked ahead of Clemson and several other two early top 25s too. Uh, What was your thought process there? They got Jordan Travis. And they they kind of broke through. Trey Benson didn't go to the draft. So that gives them one of the not just best backfields in the ACC, but best backfields in the country. Um, They played Clemson tough last year. Clemson obviously uh, has a really good backfield too, Club Nick and Shipley. So those two are pretty even. It's on Florida State. It's still, and I thought about having Clemson ahead of them based on it's on Florida State to go beat them. But you know, that's really where the ACC starts. It's been a minute since when the college football playoff era started, Florida State Clemson was the best rival, one of the best rivalries in the game because of the stakes involved. And now, you know, maybe we get back to that where they play some really riveting primetime showdowns. And I think that will happen. And we said 
Florida State won't have to wait long to prove it because I think that LSU game is going to be every bit as good as it was last year. Maybe not as crazy at the end, or maybe it will be. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Two two items before we move on from the top 25. Uh, Notre Dame, what uh, is your evaluation for our friends over at Irish breakdown. What, are, what is your evaluation? We've got them at number 13 preseason. Marcus Freeman had his bumps like uh, we thought he might as a first-year coach. We'll see how much he learned from it. But just absolutely huge news getting uh, Sam Hartman to transfer from Wake Forest, uh, a veteran quarterback. You saw two years ago they got a veteran quarterback in Jack Cohn, who actually uh, lost his job at Wisconsin, came in as a veteran, as a senior, had a pretty good year, got them to number five in the country. Sam Hartman, uh, a lot longer resume than Jack Cohn. Uh, what do you see for the Irish? Sam Hartman is pro- – he is right now, and we'll, we'll probably go back and rank these now that we have some time – um, the most important impact transfer quarterback in the country as of now. And I don't know if it's Caleb Williams to USC huge, but it's huge for Notre Dame because they've got the running game. They've got receivers. They've got a lot of young talent that's come through on defense. Morrison, the cornerback, had a huge year. I mean, they're going to lose some guys on that side, but the defense should be solid. I think the most important thing for Notre Dame is they have a couple weeks to settle in next year before Ohio State comes to Notre Dame. And if you go back and look at that game, and I was there in week one, it's kind of how I started my season. Um, They played Ohio State very well in that game. They just couldn't get the offense going. So Mm -hmm. if Hartman gets those receivers going, the running game's true, the offensive line's good, that's going to kind of be their first flashpoint moment of the year is when Ohio State comes to South Bend, the back half of that home and home. You know, I'm sure we'll hype it up like everybody else does can the Irish win that game? And if they do, um, they'll be in position to do some special things next season. Yeah. They've got, you know, three, three biggies on the schedule, Ohio state, USC and Clemson likely that, well, it's, it's up to on, it's on Marcus Freeman to make sure he doesn't have the Marshalls and the, and the Stanford losses uh, creeping in right. next year. And so he can, you know, they go, one and two against the the big three, they're ten and two. If they go two and one, they're eleven and one. You can't afford any of those hiccups that he had last year. Um, finally, really ta- sorry, oh, Bill, I had a, a real really hard time stacking up Florida State, Notre Dame, Clemson, and who did I have fifteen really quick? Utah and Utah, obviously, like I mentioned, Cam Rising being back, that was a very hard segment of the rankings to do. Because all four teams, in my opinion, if if they played, it's like, man, Utah Notre Dame would be a really good game. Um, but but they that was an extremely hard section to stack up as I got down the list. Let's go to our friends in Texas, Texas and Texas A and M. Both they uh, unofficially uh, have been uh, disappointing over the last five ten years or so in terms of where they are ranked in the preseason and where they are ranked postseason. 
we both had them in. I, I, I debated with you. I said, at least kick one of them out because you know they're not both going to land in the top uh, 25 by the end of the season. You said, no, they are both in there, Texas and Texas A&M. Uh, what do you think about both of them? Well, I, it's the always the controversial corner. It's always the most easily ripped corner of this list. And every <laughs> I remember, I'd have to go back and look at my way too early top 25s. I think each year, I remember the years where I had Texas really high. And then it's just so easy for people to like old takes expose that later. So it's like, if I put them at 20, you can't really old take expose me because it's 20. Um, Arch is interesting. I mean, the quarterback question is interesting, but it comes down to the same thing for them. They had five losses of eight points or less. They need a quarterback to flip that trend, period. They play Alabama early. I was having the debate as like, is Arch going to start in that game? Or is it going to be Quinn and then... That's one of the big storylines for next year, right? I mean, the second Arch Manning throws a pass, I don't think people (laughs) outside of the Texas bubble understand that how many, like the first incompletion by yours, it's going to start that they want this kid in. And and the last name is just part of it. So that's a big storyline for sure. And then Texas A&M, we talked about this a little bit on our podcast last week, how Bobby Petrino kind of makes it boom or bust with the offense. I mean, Connor Wigman was really good. He's a very good quarterback. He played good in a limited sample. They've got some talent. Um, do they have enough talent on the defense? We've seen them play up against Alabama the last two years. Um, Did play he, at, was Wegman the quarterback against when they lit up LSU at yes, the end of the season? Yes. Okay. So that that gave me like they do have road games at Miami, Tennessee, and LSU. That's tough. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not going to be easy. So we'll see. And uh, Jimbo and Petrino will obviously be an interesting marriage for next season in terms of philosophy play calling like again like we were talking about arch first t- snap this one first uh third nate who gets the who really makes that call and that'll be interesting <laughs> to see it will be it will be we always love talking about both of those programs for sure all right very good well let's wrap it up do you have an answer for me will we revisit the trochi trivia question tcu gave up 65 points in the national championship game to georgia Last time they gave up more than that was in 2004. They lost 70 to 35 to Texas Tech. My question to Bill Bender, who was Mike Leach's quarterback for Texas Tech in 2004? I think it was Sonny Cumbie. Did I get it? You got it. Do you want to know why I got it? <laughs> How did so, you get that? Um we, that's, Other than being a college football savant, how did you No, get that? I got that because a couple things, and, and Matt Latovsky, I'm going to tell the story since we have a few minutes. Um, one, Matt Latovsky <laughs> and I, our fantasy sports editor at, at Sporting News, have long joked about Sonny Cumbie beat Aaron Rodgers in the Holiday Bowl. And for like 19 years, that we always ask each other back and forth. I was like, how many times do you think he references I beat Aaron Rodgers in the Holiday Bowl when I lift them up? And then in the second one, my buddies and I, when that NCAA football game was out, we we would do random tournaments. And around that time, it was probably around the time they won that game, we did a tournament one night, and one of my buddies took Texas Tech, and he was lighting us up with Sonny Cumbie, and we were like, <laughs> "Is he?" And he he still jokes about it because we, you know, we may put some money down on that tournament, but and you had to pick a random team and Sonny Cumbie. So I 
followed his career with great interest. Now he had a decent year first year, but I think wasn't he TCU's offensive coordinator for a while? He has had a 15, 20 year coaching career only at Texas tech and TCU. Ironically, he bounced back and forth between those two schools until 2022 when he got a head coaching job at the FBS. Where is he right now? Louisiana Tech. Louisiana so Tech. Right? You got I was it. going I was gonna say Cliff Kingsbury. So I was like, it's either Kingsbury or Sonny. That was gonna be I, my hint. He's a current FBS coach. That was gonna so be you, my hint. But you didn't need it. You could have said his, the hint was a former NFL coach who just got fired. So right. um but yeah, so I do know Sonny more about Sonny Cumbie than I probably should. <laughs> that might make him uncomfortable if he's listening. Well done. Well done. So anyway. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us for the way too early preseason top 25 next week when we join you again. It will be 35 weeks until week zero. We're we're counting it down, Bill. Uh, Thank you again for listening, everybody. We will be back next week on the CFB Nation All-America podcast. Mark Chapman, welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.